You are listening to the Beyond the High Road podcast with Shelby Milford, episode number 45. Stay tuned. Welcome to Beyond the High Road. Well, hello, you guys. We are sort of continuing on from last week's like the emotional adulthood topics. So today we're talking about the blame game. When somebody blames you, when you blame somebody else, all of it. So first announcements real quick. I just want to say that we had a lovely turnout for the event this last weekend. For those of you who are waiting for the replay, like if you signed up for the event and you're waiting for the replay, it is a coming. I developed a, the day after the event. So on Sunday morning, I woke up like, like completely wiped out. I'm not normally one to get any sort of real sick, right? I'm just, you know, I don't know. Either that or I just usually power through it. On Sunday, all of Sunday, I got all these symptoms. I wasn't able to equalize my ears and I lost my voice or it was like really, really weak, you know? And on Sunday night, so then I took a COVID test and the COVID test came back positive. And then I took another COVID test yesterday and that came back negative. So I'm not really sure what's happened here. The one that I took on two days ago was definitely an outdated test, right? And so then I had someone come bring me a new test yesterday and that one came back negative. So, and that one was like the right date. So I don't know what happened with me, but I am still recovering from it. In fact, like, I just feel like, you know, like today's like day three of like, it would be like just remembering back in the day, like a really bad hangover kind of feels like that. But anyway, long story short, that's no excuse. The video is all done being processed and edited. And I just need to actually throw it up on a page so that you guys can go to it because I can't send it an email because it is way too large of a file. So yeah, so that is that. It's the, it's the condensed version so that all of the points are there and it's not a lot of, yeah, anyway, it's in viewable shape. So just look for an email in the next 24 hours with the link to that and your PDFs from the event. Or also, if you want to join the private Facebook group, then I am just uploading as I speak with you right now on, the, on my laptop. So you can wait for the email or you can come join the Facebook group. I'm just now starting to post in there. I'm going to try to nurture it as best I can. Make it a little bit more interesting than it's been. For a while there, there was only me as the member. And then now there's, uh, <laughs> I think there's, <laughs> there's a few. I'll grow it. But anyway, it's there for you too. Now we're going to talk about the blame game. I'm going to approach this topic a little differently than you might have hoped or expected. But in the end, I promise you, you will be happy about it. I've been wanting to visit this for a while with you guys. I mean, for obvious reasons, right? We go through so much of dealing with the blame from others, feeling blamed by our kids, by our exes, by the new step parent, by the judges, the court system, you know, the, you know, the people, the community, the, all of it. We all know that when we understand something, we tend to grow from it and then we stop fearing it and stop being defensive towards it and all the things. So anytime that 
were blaming, right? If you can think of a time like last time that you blamed somebody, when you were doing it, you probably felt bitter, maybe even angry, maybe even more than that, right? You may have felt backed against a wall, defensive. You may have felt slighted, like the situation was unfair. You may have felt that the other person, this is the big indicator, the other person seemingly has more power than you. And this is why we blame. We place, we point the finger elsewhere because we think they have more power than I do. And I want to even the score. I want to even the playing field, right? And so we think by shifting the the attention and the, the fault to the other person that we are going to get that. We're going to get that result, but we never do, right? Think of the last time that you blamed somebody else and what happens. It's like you still have that, for me anyway, I have that like still that angry feeling right in the pit of my belly like, yeah, right? <laughs> and it's still, you think it's going to feel good, but really afterwards, it's not really fulfilling and nothing is really one out of the whole thing anyway, because you're just still left with you at the end of it, right? And there's not, the reward isn't worth whatever it was that you were blaming about. So I think this is just interesting and like helpful, I guess, to remind yourself of or to think about when you're in a situation where you are being blamed, where you're the blame E, <laughs> um, and knowing that the person who is doing the blame feels that you have the power, that you have more power. It's just interesting, right? It's something just to note. And maybe in the moment, you can have some different thoughts about what's going on with them, okay? So the difference between blame and responsibility is blame is fault-finding where taking responsibility is solution-finding. When we're placing blame, whether that's on somebody else, on something outside of us, or on our own selves, then essentially there's no learning to be had and we're cutting ourselves off from the solution. We just want to shift responsibility elsewhere. But when we're taking responsibility, responsibility, we're giving ourselves the ability to act in blame. There's no move. There's no move to make because then we're entirely dependent on the other person or the other thing to change in order for us to feel better. And when we're talking about a situation like alienation, when we're blaming the alienator and the attorneys, this gets sticky, I know, because I am also tempted to want to place blame on specific people, major players in my case of alienation. The thing is, is that I find that when I am pointing the finger at all the people that I think that did me wrong, that's got us here, guess what? I feel completely victimized. I feel disempowered. I feel like the world is wrong. And until they go back and change what they've done, I'm screwed. So where you gain all your power is by releasing any finger pointing, even in the cases where you know that the other person is quote unquote wrong. They did this, they did that, the judge didn't do what they're supposed to. And I am not saying that you should take the blame, but when you take responsibility for your part, then you're opening yourself up 
to the ability to make change happen, to evolve yourself and also maybe even the situation that you're referring to. In this case, some some aspect of your alienation. But when you're pointing your finger and blaming at all of these other people for the alienation, you know, your ex and the step parent or the judges, you know, all that stuff. When you're doing that, then it effectively just halts your situation. You cannot, nothing can happen from the place of you blaming. You see? So it's like you literally shut yourself down from promoting change in your situation, right? When you take responsibility, you're able to say, all right, I would have done some things differently, but how are we going to do this going forward? What are we going to do about this now? You're, you're solution-oriented, and you are able to step into your power. It's like you literally like suit up in your own power the second that you decide you're willing to take responsibility. I know some of you out there will go, yeah, I know, but trauma. Even with like sexual abuse, with any kind of abuse you've had in the past, dysfunction, any sort of trauma that you're carrying, this applies. If you're feeling blocked or stuck in any area of your life, little or big, I would put all of the money that I have right now and all of the money that I will make in the future on the fact that if you're feeling disempowered now, it is because somewhere inside of you, maybe subconsciously, you are blaming something or someone for the reason why you can't do A, B, or C. It is your responsibility, it is our responsibility. If you've gone through any sort of trauma in your past, many of you, us, will find ourselves in that victim place without even really realizing it. I can't do A, B, or C because of that thing that happened back then that is going to affect me in the rest of my life moving forward. You ever, like people will say, maybe you say it too, like, I will never be the same since that experience. Well, yeah, we're never, ever really the same. From one minute to the next, we're never the same because we've lived more, right? But if you're looking at it like, I will never be the same because of that experience, and you're looking at it as if that experience happened on you, at you, against you, then you will always feel at the effect and victimized and that you need to blame. But I'm telling you, your experience of your life, of the world around you, will be not a fun one. It will be a miserable one. So if you want to feel empowered, feel charged in a good way, like positively charged, capable, able, then you are responsible for your healing. Maybe you weren't, it wasn't your doing that caused what has happened, right? Not all of your doing but you are responsible for your healing from now on. When we can look at, and I'm not victim blaming here, when you can take responsibility for even like in the cases of abuse, right? I'm definitely not gonna say, well, that was your fault. You asked for it or it was warranted, right? No, but there is always an opportunity to learn what you would do differently, how you would approach the situation in today's world, how you will behave going forward as far as like who you will surround yourself with, right? And what ways were you not stepping into your power back then? Maybe you were relying on somebody back then in a way that you wouldn't do in today's world. There's 
always something to learn from every experience, every experience, right? And when we're blaming, we shut ourselves off from learning that. And guess what? When we shut ourselves off from learning from our previous experiences or our now experiences, then that just means that some sort of kind of experience like that is going to come right back around our way or that old experience will keep presenting itself to us until we do learn the lesson. That's what I believe anyway. The experiences that we have is our curriculum, each one of us, you know? So yeah, if you want to move through your life the most efficiently and effectively, you must be open to stepping in the driver's seat and taking on the responsibility and admitting where you could do better and also allowing other people to make their own mistakes and having some compassion for that too. And so I know that some of you out there are thinking, because I've done the same thing myself many times. If you're taking responsibility for you, then you're going to be tempted to want other people to also then take responsibility for their own selves. And I'm going to tell you that this is not going to happen most of the time. Most of the time, other people, because they're not doing their own, you know, self-reflection and healing sort of journey. And so they're not going to be interested in taking responsibility. They're not going to be interested in removing the blame. They like being miserable, basically, right? They like playing the blame game. They want to keep themselves off of the hot seat, so to speak, even though it's really the other way around. But let them think how they're going to think. So instead, you'll find much more relief when you actually apply this principle, this little mindset tool to yourself, like radically. Okay. The most amazing thing is like, you can consider it like a game to yourself. Like how much can you actually find that is true about whatever anybody is blaming you for? Okay. And I don't mean this for you to then start blaming yourself. What I mean is that when somebody accuses you or faults you for whatever it is, And you could do this for like things that have happened already too. Like you can look at like the one thing that you think about when you think about like an interaction with you, you're thinking of the person right now. Okay. So just that person, (laughs) when you are, when you think back about it, you ask yourself what Byron Katie talks about this, what part of what they're saying is true. Even if it's just like one half of a percent true, like if they were accusing you of being irresponsible. You know that you were irresponsible or you have been irresponsible in some ways. Being able to take ownership of that and like use it to grow you, that is the work, okay? Like taking responsibility, swallowing your pride and not worrying about what you think that they're going to receive by you owning it. Being like, Oh, yeah, I can see what you're saying there. Yeah, I definitely was irresponsible in a couple of situations back then. Thank you for that. I appreciate you helping me to grow, to evolve, right? I mean, it's powerful stuff, but it does take some pride swallowing. I did this with my daughter's father just pretty recently, mm, recently-ish. It was in an email I sent to him. I won't go into all the details, but I will say it was about this whole supervision thing. And I was like, look, see, I've followed the guidelines and here's all the proof and the data and the pie charts and the evidence, right? And at the end of it, I said, and P.S., thank you for, I forget exactly how I worded it, but thank you. 
you actually were the catalyst to my healing journey to look at my habits, my responsibility in the situation. So thank you very much. And I tell you writing it, I was like, ooh, because all of the things, the other parts of my brain that came up and were like, you know what he's done. Like he has been, ooh, all the things, right? But I was like, no, no, I'm gonna take responsibility of where my wrong is here, right? Because that I know feels better. I know he's not gonna, he's, Whenever, if he ever did change, that's going to be on his terms. And I'm not expecting that to happen anytime soon. And that is not in a judgmental way. That is just in a like, whatever. It's like, that's, that. it's not my business, right? What he does. It really isn't. And so instead, what is my business says me and how I conduct myself and the way that I show up in my own life. Yeah. And so the the growth opportunity was there and I took it. And I tell you, it is, it was empowering. It was amazing because I was able to take responsibility for the areas that now they didn't warrant alienation, right? I feel like I need to say that for you guys. Like they, it didn't warrant alienation, nothing I did, but I want to take responsibility for the areas that I know I could have improved on back then. And of course, still today, and as I'm going forward, I always want to be able to to grow and move through and get better and better and better and better, right? And so it is an empowering experience when you're able to like look back at the places or the areas where you may have been holding on to some shame about things and, you know, that you feel, you know, shame me about. And so instead to bring them to light and be like, oh, yeah, I guess that they were right about that. Doesn't matter where they're coming from and what they're basing it off of, okay? So you have to like let that part of your brain go, like the resistance to, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but they did this and they did that and the way that they're saying it, they're not meaning it to be whatever, right? Whatever their intentions are, doesn't fucking matter because it's not about them. It's about you. It's about you changing, you growing, you evolving, you getting to the next best version of yourself. Right. And when you're able to stop the blame game, even for yourself, it's not again, not you You saying it out loud isn't about how what they're going to think. It's about how you feel when you take the responsibility. It's amazing. It's like so freeing. Doesn't matter what they think. I'm doing this because I this is like, you know, the key that fits them lock that gets me to the, the next area of where I feel that much more free, you know? So anyway, taking responsibility always feels much more empowering and much more uplifting free than placing the blame. And so just remember that too, like when you're tempted to want to somehow encourage somebody else to do this same work, it's not going to work. <laughs> Whatever somebody else is doing, that is about them and let them figure it out when they want to figure it out. You trying to tell them that they should also do this work is not going to get you anywhere good. I'm most of the time anyway, unless that person is also really on this journey of wanting to better themselves, right? So, and it's neither here nor there. No, where wherever they're at, the other person is at. That's just where they're at today. It's not bad or good. And you've you and I have both been in that place of not wanting to see, not wanting to know where you know we can improve. We've all been there. So. Don't try to get them to change and do this, this same work. What was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah, self-blame. Like a lot of times I think we 
think that by blaming ourselves or talking down to ourselves, we think that we will then learn our lesson or that we will perform better next time, right? And study after study after study show that this is not true. The opposite actually happens. By speaking poorly to yourself, you only cause yourself, and I see this every single day, multiple, multiple, multiple times in my coaching with my clients, is that when they're blaming themselves or sort of like, you should know better, you should do it this way, you should, you know, whatever you're saying to yourself, when you're blaming yourself, it only causes you to stay stagnant and stay in this like spin cycle of either confusion, doubt, worry, self-pity, self-deprecation, sort of, you know what I'm saying? So you stay stuck in misery. So don't do it, basically. <laughs> but just remind yourself that when you're taking responsibility for yourself, you're going to open yourself up to improvement to light, to freedom, to change, to moving forward, right? To unlocking this stuckness that you might be sitting in. So really look at the way that you are speaking to yourself and what you're either blaming or shaming yourself for. Question the thoughts that are coming up for you. And they, the thing is, is that you might have been blaming yourself and shaming yourself for so long that you don't even know you're not aware that it's happening because we're, I mean, this is going to sound so obvious, but we're aware, obviously, of the conscious thoughts. We're aware of the thoughts that we're aware of, but we're not aware of the subconscious thoughts. And I know that sounds whatever, but there are so many subconscious. In fact, the majority of our thoughts throughout the day are subconscious. They're habitual thoughts. I did an episode on this a while back, Heal Yourself, maybe that was that episode, but when they're subconscious, they're thoughts that you've thought on repeat, repeat, repeat for so long that they've become beliefs. These negative beliefs and like automated, automatic responses that your system has, it doesn't really differentiate whether that's helpful for you or moves you forward or not. It just differentiates whether it's easy and doesn't cause you immediate pain or death. If it's worked in the past, even if it's not worked well, but if it's worked for your system in the past, it's going to keep doing it. And so you really have to become acutely aware of what those things are. So the way that you do that, you hear me all the time say this, but the way that you do that is you need to empty your brain out on a piece of paper, writing, or you know, typing it out is fine too. But because your subconscious thoughts, when you're free writing, is how I like to say, you just like set a timer and just go, just start writing. When you're not judging, you're not like assessing what you're writing and you're just dumping it all out, then your subconscious thoughts will start to trickle out, okay? And that's the good stuff, the stuff that you wanna get to. You want the subconscious thoughts to start leaking out so that you become aware and so that they can become conscious thoughts. And then you can decide consciously whether you want to keep them or let them go. Does this make sense? Okay, so when you write them, this is the only way, we're talking them too, but when you write them, you are able to see, oh, look what I'm thinking and I had no idea. But the only way to do that is to just free write, to just go, all right, I'm just gonna write. And sometimes that means that you just go, Okay, I have no idea what to write. And then you, as you're typing nonsense, whatever, other stuff will start to come out, start to flow out of you. And if you do that long enough without looking at the paper and judging yourself and assessing that this is important, 
just let it go. Like let it come out mindless, okay? And then you will be able to get to those unconscious thoughts and beliefs that are affecting the way that you are living in today's world. Because I'm going into a whole new episode now, actually, but imagine it like if you feel stuck in any one of the areas in your life, like let's say you feel stuck at like a, a cap, like a ceiling, like you can't either get a raise at work or you can't seem to get your book written or maybe you can't seem to get yourself in or out of a relationship, whatever it is for you. I can promise you that the reason that you keep like banging your head up against a wall and it's like it's like a glass wall. It's like I see what I want out there. It's so clear. It's right in front of me. But for some reason, I keep getting stuck here, right? And it's right there. You see what you want. It's clear in your mind. This is what I want. It's right over there. But for some reason, I can't get there. I can't stop making these decisions. I can't stop self-sabotage. I can't stop. You just keep doing it. It's because of these subconscious thoughts that you're not aware that you're thinking, okay? So when you actually do this work to uncover these thoughts and beliefs, your subconscious will actually drop them too when you do the work, okay? But it starts with getting aware, becoming aware. So go write some shit down. The topic was the blame game, and I just went all the way into your subconscious thoughts and how to get rid of your own self-blame. But I think it works. Oh, listen, also, I need you guys, I need help. I'm requesting your help. Well, first, let me start by saying thank you to all of you listeners. I really appreciate you. You have no idea how much. I really do. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. The good news is, is that we are in, I don't know how many different, what did I count today? How many different countries are we in? We are now in 49 countries. Isn't that amazing? It's the power of the interwebs. It's amazing to me. 49 countries in almost every continent. No, wait, I have to look. Yeah, we don't have anybody in Antarctica. But we have very close to it, though. I mean, all over the world, we have listeners. So that is, to me, it's just amazing. Thank you for supporting and being listeners. And I also would love, I'm requesting your help here. I would love it if you would rate and review or share this podcast with somebody that you know, or maybe a group that you attend, or if anybody else you know is, is going through the situation, the awful situation of alienation, then I would love, love, love if you could help me to bring it to, to more people. Okay, so that other parents like you and I or other people going through alienation can also find some relief from it, right? So that would be my plea to you guys is please to either rate and review. Reviews would super duper help because the more of those that we get, then of course, the more visibility that we get. So yeah, that would be fantastic if you would do that. Yeah, and so that's all I have for you. I thank you guys in advance for your help on that. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. I'm honored that you chose to share your time with me. If you like what you've been hearing and you want more, come join me in the new monthly membership, where we take the concepts that you hear about here and using a logical framework, you learn to apply them to your specific situations, upgrading your thoughts and your life even while experiencing the grief of alienation. For more information, go to beyondthehighroad.com. See you soon.